Hey, hey, it's me, B. Wendy. Empowered to Empower You podcast is about all things Jesus Christ, mental health, and anything to help you change your mindset and help you have the right perspective so that you can go on and be the best version of yourself. I know you want that. So welcome, 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 welcome. If you're tuning in for the first time, I sincerely and lovingly welcome you. Listen, last week's episode was entitled, How is the Quality of Your Friendship? And I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to that one. Um, Someone reached out to me and was just like, you know what? Thank you so much for that podcast. It was a pleasure to to record that podcast. It was very helpful to me as well. In fact, I benefit from listening to my own podcast. Believe it or not, they encourage me. They inspire me. And I'm just so honored to be on this microphone today. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, take a moment, pause this one and go and listen to the other ones. And if you haven't listened to the other one before that, do the same thing, right? But just come on back and listen to this one. So if you have not completed a review of the podcast, would you please do that? Uh, Please put a review, you know, make a review of the podcast. You can do that on iTunes. I think you can also do it on Podbean. I'm not sure. But if you have, thank you so much. This will allow other people to find this podcast um, uh, very easily. Those of you who are sharing the podcast with so many people, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I have to tell you this, though, that um, some of you who have been listening from January, you already know what I'm about to say. My heart desire for these podcasts is that someone gets closer to God, gives their life to Jesus, reads their Bible more, engages in more prayer, um, goes to therapy, starts the process, right, and, of, and engage in further development. These podcasts, though, are not replacement to therapy. So you've probably heard me say that just because I am a therapist, me doing this podcast is not a replacement to therapist. So if you know that you need a therapist, do not please, please do not keep putting it off. Say yes to your mental health. Say yes to you and show up for yourself and invest in you. I promise you it's worth it. And I'm not saying that because I'm a, I am a therapist. But I am saying that because I know, I know it's worth it. And I see the reward of it every single week. I see that. So that's a whole nother um, episode. But I just want to welcome you to episode number 27. Yes. Episode number 27 entitled, Do You Love You? Let me say that again. I know somebody was like, oh, why did she do that? Why? Why did she go there? You know, why? Why be Wendy? Do you love you? Do you love you? Do you love you? I could say that in so many different tones. Do you love you? Come on, look at yourself and ask yourself, do I love me? (laughs) As corny as that sounds, but it is so important. So quick story. A friend was walking with me and she had a huge epiphany. I'm not sure what it was about being in nature that day, but she had this huge realization of something beautiful and something amazing. And she shared with me her struggles with being overweight and struggles with food addiction for so many years. She shared that there were days she felt so unattractive yet continued to eat the foods that impacted her health. She described the patterns of consistent self-sabotage. 
she shared that she would eat the Oreos, the chips, the fried food, and I mean fried. The sweet potato fries, the regular fries, the fried chicken, the fried pickles. Ooh, fried. She explained her urges to eat the sweets, and I mean the Snickers, the brownies, the cakes, the pies, and even drink the sweet like caramel macchiato. She then paused and shared that one day she had a wake-up call and a heart-to-heart with herself. She realized that she was killing herself slowly and she was not practicing self-love. Then something amazing happened. She prayed. She prayed to Jesus. She prayed and asked the Holy Spirit to help her, to help deliver her from food addiction, from from anything that's that, this this ungodly <laughs> appetite so that she can uh, be healed, so that she can be well because she started to have some health complications. And it wasn't anything that any anybody else was doing to her. She was doing it to herself by her choices. She started to make the decisions as she gained the strength from prayer. There were times that she told me that the Lord led her on fast and fasting or you know, talking with people that were um, talented and skilled in those areas to help her start a wellness journey. And she changed her lifestyle just like that. What's crazy is before she started telling me this, I noticed the glow on her face. I noticed how happy she was, how energetic she felt, how alive she seemed. And so her story made sense with my observation. I was so proud of my friend and I told her that. Now, this had <laughs> this had definitely um, just impacted me in such a way because I noticed that she was on this no turning back mindset mission to be a better steward of her health. What a beautiful walk and conversation we had. And it was this conversation that stuck with me and led me to this episode. Do you love you? Whew, I hope you're ready. But let me go ahead and jump in because you know time just flies with me on this my on this microphone. See, a lot of people talk about buzzwords like self-care, but can I ask you a question? How can you care for something you don't love? Anybody remembers getting that toy or that thing that your mom or somebody gave you and because you didn't really care too much for it, you never really played with it, you never took care of it? It's the same way with ourselves. Wow. What if I told you that there were so many times I've asked clients on a scaling question to rate how much they love themselves and the results were very low and indicated that they did not love themselves? So let me ask you the question. I really, really want you to reflect on this one. Do you love yourself? And if the answer is yes, can I push a little? And if the answer is no, hopefully by the end of this episode, you will have changed your answer and you will have engaged in some reflection to, to hopefully start the journey of loving yourself. And hopefully you know what to do to help you love yourself. So I need you to lean in all the way in for a second. If you say, yes, I love myself, tell me this. What evidence supports that you love you? Hmm. Now, I know that if you have gone to therapy or are in therapy, that question will probably sound familiar to you. That is the very question that I ask my my clients a lot of times when I'm helping them to restructure their cognitions or to help them to shift their perspective. What evidence 
supports this, what you're saying, that, that, that you love you. Can I share a little bit of scripture with you? In fact, this is the anchoring scripture for today's podcast. Mark 12, 28 to 31 says, One of the teachers of the religious law was standing there listening to the debate, and he realized that Jesus had answered them so well, so he asked the question, Master of all the commandments, which one is the most important? Jesus replied, The most important commandment is this, Listen, O Israel, the Lord Love the Lord, the Lord your God, the Lord our God is the one and only Lord. And you must love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, and with all of your strength. And the second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. So if I were to sum up up the scripture in a few words, I would say, love God love others, and love yourself. So, what evidence supports that you do not love you? How do you treat your body? I'm going to just ask you a few questions, and I will probably give you a few tips, and hopefully could be out of your way in a little bit. But I love listening to Pastor, in addition to my pastor, Pastor Leo Holt. I love listening to Pastor Jerry Flowers. And if you haven't checked him out, I'll encourage you to do that. You can go to Redefine TV on YouTube. You can download him on his podcast, Pastor Jerry Flowers, Jerry Flowers Podcast. He's all over the, I just love the way that he, um, that he exegets the scripture. I just love that. And I love that word too. <laughs> but he says, is your body a temple? Oh, is it a hotel? Mm. Is it a temple? Our bodies are supposed to be a temple. We're supposed to be so concerned, so aware, so cautious of how we treat our bodies. But is it a hotel? A hotel, anybody can come and check in and check out. Or is it a door a doorknob? Is our bodies are our bodies a doorknob? Meaning anybody can come and take a turn. You just say yes to anything, anybody. Just everybody get, you know, violate your boundaries, take advantage of your kindness, take advantage of you, your time, your resources, your body, your everything, your talent, your re- everything, your energy. Are we harming our bodies? Some people struggle with self-harm and different things or drug addiction or cigarettes or food addiction. They just eat anything, everything, and not knowing They're doing it to to satisfy a craving or maybe numb a particular emotion, but not knowing that they're killing themselves softly. What do you put inside your body? Our eating lifestyle has a lot to do with indicating whether we love ourselves. Ouch. And my friend that I talked about in the beginning of the story, in the beginning of the podcast, the story that I shared, she realized that in the moment that she loves herself now for the very first time because of the shift that her mind in terms of how she changed her lifestyle. That is crazy, right? I mean, I never would have thought that the way that you eat or what you eat or your lifestyle, your diet, how you, how you treat yourself has a lot to do with how you love yourself. And it's not just that. I'm just saying it has a lot to do with that. How do you treat people? If you are mean, nasty, 
hostile to people every time, that clearly shows that you don't love you or neither do you like you. Do you bully everybody else around? Are you so disrespectful? I know this is harsh. This is not harsh, but this is a tough thing to say out loud, but that has a lot to do with whether you like you or even you love you. Can I, can I ask you a couple more questions? Let's ask you one more question. How do you treat, I mean, how do you, who do you entertain in relationships? See, we cannot help who we attract, but we can certainly help who we entertain. If these relationships are toxic and ungodly and are pulling you away from, from your purpose, that indicates that you don't love you. See, other ways that you know that you don't love you is that you hate spending time with you. You feel like you always have to be with other people. It's hard for you to even spend time and go to the the, 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 the movies by yourself. And obviously the movies are closed right now because of the pandemic, but it's hard for you to go out to eat by yourself. It's hard for you to go and get, get a cup of coffee by yourself. It's hard for you to go work out by yourself because you just feel like you need somebody all the time around you. When was the last time you were just by yourself and enjoyed it? There's nothing wrong with that. So just something to think about. I'm going to give you some things to think about. This Beast podcast sometimes are very reflective because I want you to do the work. I want you to pay attention to your patterns. When we don't pay attention to our patterns, we end up making a lot of wrong mistakes or think life gets a little more chaotic than we want it to be. You keep putting other people first and neglect what you want and need. You, let me say that again. You keep putting other people first and you and you uh, you neglect yourself first. You keep putting other people, right? You neglect you. You neglect what you want, what you need. You easily quit. You easily quit. And you are not disciplined. You refer to yourself in negative language. And you are mean to you. Like you say things like, I'm stupid or I cannot get it right or I'm crazy. Those words, and I know people people just say those words sometimes just being joking, just being, just, just, you know, being playing around. But words are powerful. The tongue is a fire. Life and death is in the power of our tongue. And those that love us eat the, eat the fruit thereof. Does that make sense? Some of you were able to finish that scripture before I even started because you know, you know it's true. Words are powerful. Other ways of how you know. So I'm, again, what is the evidence to support that you don't love you? You are very critical and judgmental of others. You don't trust anyone, nor are you open to, to letting others love you or letting others be kind to you. You refer to yourself like in a negative language. Um, I think I said that already. And I can go on, but if any of those things resonate with you, the goal is not to shame you, but to assist you and encourage you. The scripture clearly says, states, love God, love your neighbors as yourselves. We are to love God, we are to love our neighbors as ourselves. But it seems that if we don't love ourselves, it will be hard to love our neighbors or love others. Does that make sense? If you don't love you, how will you be able to love others? So what do I do, B. Wendy? I'm so glad you asked. How do I learn to love myself? Brene Brown says, honoring who you are at its greatest potential is about acceptance. 
honoring who you are at its greatest potential is about acceptance. However, living in a world of avoiding yourself, distract, distraction from who you are in comparison not only keeps you from closeness with yourself, but it may even drive you further away from the person you really want to, to become. I hope that makes sense. So I really want you to reflect on this episode, but I want to encourage you to give yourself permission to find out who you truly are, especially in the Lord, if you are a believer. And if you are not a believer, I pray that that is also your endeavor. So here are some ways to love you, to learn to love you. I encourage you to change your narrative and learn to accept you honor your story and let me tell you even if your story is messy everybody has a story and some the story is messier than others can i tell you something you are in the process somewhere between a caterpillar and a butterfly and the last time i checked there is nothing cute about a caterpillar but a butterfly though i love me some butterflies like when I'm walking in the trail and I see a butterfly and it kind of flies around me, flutters around me. I don't know. I don't know. But it just gives me, I just love butterflies. I, that's just me. I love butterflies. But I don't get the same feeling when I see a caterpillar. When I see a caterpillar, I'm like, ugh. But well, let me just say this to you. You are somewhere between a caterpillar and a butterfly. Y'all, my pastor said that once and that just stuck with me. So how can you learn to love yourself? Change your narrative. We may not, we have no control over the story. We have no control over our past, but we can change our narrative. Now it's gonna take, it may take a therapist working with you to help you with that. It may take the Holy Spirit to help you with that. It may take uh, the, you know some reading or an accountability group to help you with that. It may take several ways to help you with that. Another way to learn to love yourself, find out your strengths. Give yourself permission to be aware. And let me just say this, journal, journal, journal. Pay attention to your patterns. Ask yourself, why do I do that? Why am I so mean? Why, why am I not kind? Why do I always feel like I want to hear or, or see somebody or be with this person or have company around me all the time? Why, why don't I just enjoy being with me? Ask yourself the questions. Pay attention to the patterns and ask yourself the questions. Another way of how to start loving yourself, start caring for you. If that means change your eating, then change your eating. If that means change your circle, the people that you hang out with, because who you are, your relationships can either take you into your purpose or distract you from your purpose. Your, your relationships can literally cause death to your purpose. Th let me say your relationships can cause death to your purpose. Okay. Decide that you are more, you are worth living and make the change. Be honest with yourself. Ask for help when you need it. Refuse to speak unkind words to yourself. Sing and dance and laugh more. Refuse to waste time on stinking thinking. Care for your physical needs. Rest, diet, 
move, exercise, forgive yourself. Some of you have gone through certain things and things have happened to you, but there's also things that you've done and you have, you say you have forgiven the person who hurt you, but you're walking around imprisoned and in bondage because you haven't forgiven you. So you can't love you. It's hard to love if you haven't forgiven. If you haven't forgiven, then you don't love you. That that is hard. That That is tough to say out loud. If you have not forgiven you, then you do not yet love you. Forgive you like God forgives you. Treat yourself with care and compassion. Accept what you cannot change. Spend time with the people you love. Pray and ask God to help you know your strengths. Pray and ask God to show you your weaknesses. Pray and ask God for his guidance and help. I'm just giving you some ways of how can you learn to love you. Forgive others. I want you to believe that God has amazing plans. He has amazing plans for you. You don't believe me? Read Jeremiah 29, 11. Be patient with yourself. It's almost like, um, a baby, right? I, I, if you put a baby in your hand, would you love the baby? Or would you just treat the baby any type of way? Or say, Ugh, or you, would you be unkind to the baby? Well, I mean, I know that there are people who are mean to babies, but I don't think you would. What if you treated yourself like that? Your skin like that? Your face, your 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 body like that? your dreams like that, your, your, your thoughts like that, how you think about yourself like that. Be still and know and love God. Know to love God. There are many other ways to learn to love yourself. And you notice I did not say anything about getting your nails done, getting your feet done. Don't get me wrong, those things are important. But you can, <laughs> if you put lipstick on a pig, it's still a pig. Meaning, what do I mean by that? I know, I know that hasn't that sounds so random. My point is, if you don't deal with the insides of what's happening with you, if you don't deal with your inner self, putting on lipstick, getting your nails done, getting your feet done does not change a thing. If you put, if you get your nails done and your feet done, but you still think negatively about yourself, you're still mean to yourself, you're still eating junk, you're still drinking junk, you're you're, you're unhealthy, your organs are not functioning well. If you're a woman, you have reproductive issues because your eating is not right. You're dealing with headaches and migraines because you're drinking too much caffeine. You're always addicting. You're always craving for some junk. That's not, you're not loving you. If you're not taking time to find out how much God loves you, I mean, there are, there are 66 books in the Bible, and there are many. That means there's a lot of love letters in the Bible for you, for you. Let me say this. We cannot attack spiritual attacks. We cannot attack spiritual attacks. We cannot address spiritual attacks with natural weapons. So... Satan does not want us to love ourselves. He's all about hatred. He doesn't know anything about love. He doesn't want us to walk in purpose. The kingdom of God is based on love. So everything about Jesus is love. So you've got to pray. Prayer is important. Getting in the word and maybe studying the word, maybe love, maybe a wonderful option. Prayer and fasting. If you feel like these patterns that you're seeing are super, super strong, 
you seem like you cannot break them, let me tell you, prayer and fasting will break some strongholds off of you. Therapy is key. Accountability is key. Who you surround yourself matters greatly. Let me just end on that note. Learn to affirm you. Learn to affirm you. So write down some affirmations. Find some scriptures that talk about who God sees you or how God sees you. Who, you know, how how God perceives you. And maybe make some affirmations around those things. So for example, I am a masterpiece. I am God's masterpiece. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God loves me. I am adopted by him. I am accepted by him. It made him good, great pleasure for him to adopt me into his kingdom, into his family. I am chosen by God. Are you seeing what I'm saying? So find ways to affirm you. I want you to know that you are worthy of being loved. In fact, Jesus died for you. And let me let me just tell you, he died for us while we were yet sinners. There is nothing that we can do to earn his love. Nothing. And if we are un- in unforgiveness, how can we expect God to forgive us? Oh, I know. I know, I know, I know. There are many things blocking us from being able to love ourselves. And we're walking around talking about self-care. Uh, there are so many podcasts, episodes, you know, uh, webinars, webisodes, speech uh, uh, presentations. There's so much people, so many people talking about self-care. But how can you care for you if you don't love you? So everything starts with love. God loves you. We are to love God, love our neighbors, and then love ourselves. Ooh, I know this was a lot to think about, but I just pray that that God reveals his love to you. And I'm just going to pray right now. So Father, I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for this opportunity to, to speak these words. And I pray that you touch the ears of those who are listening, God, those who are hurting, those who are starving of love, those who don't even know how to love themselves or even where to start, those who don't even know what it means to be loved. I pray, God, that you would reveal your love to them and help them to know that you love them, that you sent your son, oh Lord God, to die for them. I pray that they will raise their hands and accept you, Lord Jesus, as their Lord and personal Savior. I pray that where they're hurting, that you will fill them with your love. God, give them joy for sorrow. Give them happiness for sadness. And I pray, Father God, that you will continue to grow them, from take them a step higher into your love. God, your word, talks about love in so many different ways and your word tells us that we are to do everything with love help these oh god to love to love you first help them to learn to love themselves and i pray for the peace of god to guard their minds and their hearts in christ jesus well this is the wendy bob episode number 27 do you love you i hope that this podcast has really been a blessing to you will you let me know Email me at bwendybob at empoweredtoempoweryou.com or find me on IG at empowered the number to serve. And don't forget, leave a review and share it with anybody. And if you need to start therapy, feel free to contact me. I will help you to find one or connect you with the right therapist. Okay, have a great week on purpose. Stay safe, stay home, put on your mask and be prayerful. 
pay attention and start the journey of loving you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.